World Cup ratings are down, and the answer that everyone wants to spit out is the United States is not in it. That's the reason why. But it is a bit more complicated than that. So ratings are definitely down, and they're down significantly, and the question is what's to blame for that? That's Alicia Jessup, sports law professor at Pepperdine and sports business expert. If we look at the ratings from the last iteration of it in 2014, Ratings for the first 48 games of the World Cup are down 42% in the United States. That's astronomical. Um, for yeah, right. For the first 48 games, viewership in America on Fox, so English language viewership, was just over 2 million people, whereas in 2014 it was roughly 3.4 million. And so the question is. What's causing that? So let's again go back to that first answer of what might be causing the lack of viewership in the United States, and it's the fact that the U.S. isn't in it. And I will buy into that to an extent, but the engagement I see on social media, the images and videos I have seen of massively attended viewing parties at Avaya Stadium and elsewhere, tell me that the interest is there. But am I the only one that noticed Fox didn't really seem to put their best foot forward when advertising the World Cup? I think you can make the argument that they haven't done a great job marketing this major event. So Fox is a first-time rights holder for the World Cup, as is Telemundo, Mm -hmm. who won the rights for the Spanish-language broadcast in the U.S. over Univision that had held them for 50 years. The contrast between Fox's experience and Telemundo's is night and day. So Telemundo had an ad buy expectation of $225 million. Mm-hmm. So Telemundo bought the rights for $600 million and about a month before the World Cup, it said it expected to generate $225 million in ad buy revenue. And it actually upped that estimate to $250 million days before the game. So that's, that's a really good sign. And Telemundo also expected to draw English viewers to its Spanish language broadcast, which is fascinating. So it said people who speak English, they expect would watch on Telemundo. And so the question is, why is that? And the answer to that question is Telemundo had a much more robust marketing scheme in place for the World Cup than Fox. Okay, but what about the issue of the difference of time? That's another one I can somewhat get behind. But if you talk to the network brass at Fox, they're going to tell you that the issue has nothing to do with the United States presence, but it's actually the time zone that the World Cup is being played in since the games are being aired live and the World Cup's taking place in Russia. Nonetheless, with the growth of soccer popularity in the U.S. and the rising interest in Major League Soccer, you can look at teams like the Seattle Sounders and the team in Atlanta and how they've been selling tickets at record numbers. It's a little disappointing that viewership is down 42% in 2018. Here's what gets me, though. NBC, the rights holder of the Olympics, will show the Olympics live when they're happening, and then they'll show it again in prime time. When games start at 7 and 11 a.m. out here on the West Coast, that means they're showing at 10 and 2 p.m. back east, and that means from coast to coast, everyone is working, not watching TV. Listen, I look forward to the day when the robots have made us mostly obsolete, and we can focus on arts and music and sports all day as opposed to sitting in cubicles and crunching numbers or whatever it is we do anymore, but we're not there yet. People have to work, even if it means not watching the World Cup. So why not air these games again in prime time? You know what Fox has on tonight, Friday, July 6th from 6 to 10? TMZ Live, the news, and then Big 3 Basketball. I'm sorry, and I love me some hoops, 
but there is no way Big 3 basketball gets better ratings than a World Cup game between Belgium and Brazil. And I have no idea what's stopping them from <laughs> doing it. Um, this is Fox's first go at the World Cup. It was NBC and ABC that held the right since 94. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's something that we'll see in future versions, especially in the next World Cup, which will be held in Qatar. But I, I can't give you a good reason for why they aren't doing that other than possibly advertisers and what their wishes are for their ad buys. And then there's the fact that I watch most of my sports on a tablet or laptop. I'm 35, and it depends on what list you look at, so I might technically be a millennial or a Generation Y, or, you know, I, I don't really care, but I do know that the younger demo is the biggest soccer demo in America, and they watch their sports online, not on cable, so why don't we see these numbers reported? That's something that needs to happen in the next 10 years. As someone who works in this space, as someone who reports in this space, is one of the most frustrating parts of framing the narrative is we don't have hard data. Mm -hmm. The numbers aren't reported. And so you hope things like the AT&T and Time Warner merger might lead to releasing more data in that regard. But my gut tells me by the time the 2026 World Cup occurs, we will have more solidified data in terms of digital viewership consumption. What could have been one of the most profitable moments in American soccer history has turned into a disappointment for Fox, and it is mostly being blamed on the U.S. not playing. You know what all this is telling me? It is a sign of a generational shift in sports consumption, and the fact that we can't see the stream numbers completely skews the numbers of people that are actually watching. Soccer has never been more popular in America. Consumption of the game has never been at a higher level. There are more people aware of the big international names and teams. More people are aware of Major League Soccer. More people are into soccer, but the method of measure does not include streaming, and that is the biggest reason ratings are down in the States. That doesn't mean the numbers aren't actually down. I am sure they are. The United States isn't in it. But this is a key moment we could have been finding out how streaming truly impacts the American sports TV world for big global events, and we're left ignorant of that reality. It's not so much that the ratings are down, it's that we don't know what that really means in terms of viewership that bothers me the most. A big thanks to sports business and law expert Alicia Jessup. I'm Ted. These are my takes. Go Quakes.